are back. The NK Sports Show, episode 47. I am your host, KC, and join alongside me is my co-host, Alina, a.k.a. Lena Lean, a.k.a. Lili, a.k.a. Lena. Give y'all a hand clap, y'all. Hey, hey, hey. What it do? We coming back for another weekly podcast. One mm. couple discussing sports. Sometimes we debate on it, you know. Mm. But it's just regular conversations that we have amongst ourselves. And we just bring it to you in a podcast. Let you know what's going on in the sports world. Yes. A lot going on in the sports hey, world. Hey. Lena, I, first and foremost, before we get this thing started, I want y'all to see Lena. Good Lord. She is oh, looking, here we go. She is here looking we go. quite scrumptious. Give her a hand mm. clap, y'all. That skin, huh? that melanin is just melanin right there. Good <laughs> Lord. Y'all gotta see this. It's just popping. Give her a hand clap. That's a regular sunlight do for you. That's what that do for you, right? I there. need to I need to be in the sunlight because I need to get this melanin on darkened up just a smidge. That, that thing is melanin. Anyway, before we get started, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. Make sure you also rank us if you're listening to this on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen to podcasts at. We are there. And our trivia question of the day is, has there ever been a black head coach and a black starting quarterback tandem to win a Super Bowl? Has there ever been? Please leave your answers down below in our social media via either the YouTubes of Tubes or the Twitters or Instagrams or wherever. Please leave your comment down below there. And also, before we get started again, we got another special coat. We got a special host, y'all. Give this person a hand clap because I got, you know. Yeah, this is a special one. Hold on, let me reach <laughs> down. Yeah, it's a special one. All right. Let's see this grand entrance for this guest. Oh, what's going on? He's taking a while. He must be shy for the camera, y'all. Bear with us as he retrieves. The special guest <laughs> that I have yet to meet oh, in person. Max. Man, that took a lot. Hey, Max. Max. Was, I'm sorry, I had to interrupt his slumber. Max. Oh, he was sleeping? No, he was laying down like a dead dog on the floor. Like, bro. And that's what he looked like right now. Like, leave me alone. No, because he's been <laughs> chilling the whole time. Let him chill. He want to get his guy on. Let's chill. Mm. Nah. I've, been, I've been dog sitting for the past couple of days, y'all. My brother's dog and his wife's dog been here. So I've been being a good dog uncle. <laughs> Taking him out on walks. Feeding him. As yeah, you should. This is the laziest dog I ever had. I really don't have to do anything. but That's good. Chill, you could chill. be doing other things. Like chasing them all over the place. Nobody all over the place, but that's neither here nor there. Before we get into our topics, you got anything, Lena, or, or we can go right into it? Well, we can go into it, but I do want to shed light on this these shades you got going on, looking like Mr. Cool Mo D himself. Hey. What's going on with that? <laughs> you know. <laughs> No, nah, guys, I'm having eye issues right now. Nothing serious. My eyes are sensitive. Mm. Just letting sensitive. y'all know. Sensitive, buddy. 
So y'all get the shades. I'm cool out here. Big Daddy Kane, Cool Mo D, all that. Cool Mo D. He's the one known for the shades. Mm-hmm. I used to like Cool Mo D. I guess I'm Cool Mo D today. Yeah. Cool Mo yeah. KC. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm done. Cool KC, yeah. All right, so let's get into our, it's not really a talking point, but, you know, we, over the past weekend, which was Father's Day and Juneteenth, simultaneously yes. at the same time, me and Lena, we got a vlog coming out soon, so if you haven't subscribed to YouTube, please take your pond quarters over to the YouTube <laughs> and subscribe right now, please, because we got other content other than just long forms of podcasts. Um... So we know we went to some a few events, got some tickets to a soccer game uh, for the Atlanta United versus Intern Miami, and uh, Lena was explaining to me what that means. International de football Miami. That's what Inter Miami means. I was just sitting there wondering, looking at the title. I was like, why is it Inter Miami? <laughs> I was sitting there the whole game. I was like, that doesn't mean I'm sitting here trying to like figure out what's the meaning behind that, but that's the meaning. So look at Lena. Yes. Kudos mm-hmm. Lena. Atlanta mm-hmm. won, by the way. Uh it was held in the Mercedes Benz Stadium where the Atlanta Falcons play. Uh downtown was nice that day, man. I gotta say it was a beautiful day. It's kinda hot, but it was a little hot. Yeah. Cause we had some journeys, boy. Yes, so we did. We felt all yes, the did. Atlanta heats. Yes. Mm-hmm. Lena was about to kill but over, too, walking down, up and down. <laughs> she, was, she was hot, panting and all that. Oh, what I hate. and everything. I was like, Okay, man, slightly. That heel or those heels <laughs> was a mess. So your girl right. was tired, and I was already half sore anyway. I'd a fireman carry you if you if you passed out. Oh, would you? Yeah, all the way up until we got into the ambulance. <laughs> yes. Oh, I see how you do. Yes, yes. Sorry. <sighs> it was a fun game, though. Atlanta won 2-0. We got yeah. to see a goal. Goal! Lena's go, favorite thing. And if you were following us on social media, you would have seen it, too. So I got the full recording. So make sure you go follow us on Instagram. I ain't going to keep plugging this to y'all. It was definitely exciting. Like the crowd went crazy. So those that appreciate soccer, because, you know, it's 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 a it's a one of a kind of a sport, I guess, because if you don't really understand it, you'll be like, why is it only two to zero? But that's just how soccer is. But, yeah, we saw some crazy plays, people falling down, laying on the on the field for like a whole, it seemed like five minutes. That dude was on the, he was taking a nap. That dude was down <laughs> for a minute. I was like, bro, bro is, I'm like, he doing this, Boston, he either doing the Boston Celtics move or he's like <laughs> on the ground and faking or he really legitimately hurt. Like, yeah. They do fake a lot though sometimes in soccer because as physical as they are with each other and then they'll just fall and it's like, now come on now. He didn't hit you that hard, or she didn't hit you that hard, but yeah. Cheese him a little bit, but it's all good. Yeah, we uh we're gonna get in more uh into going to sports events, um mainly basketball because I love basketball. If we can get into a football, I'm sorry, an American we gotta do football, football event. Yeah, because we gotta we gotta specify between football and football. Yes. 
for you real soccer fans out there. But uh, it was a fun event nonetheless. Let's go ahead and move right into the topics. I am so sick and tired of talking about this guy, but Oof. we got to, to for the algorithm. <laughs> got to. Ugh, goodness. Uh, Deshaun Watson, 20 of the 24 civil cases have settled, um, which means there are four more people left. He needs to get up out the way, which I could have swore there were reports there was 26, two more added. I could have swore it was 26, but I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, maybe they were talking about the possibility of adding two more. Yeah, maybe. I thought it was like two more people came on to the 24, so I thought it was a total 26. But, you know, I retract our statement from last podcast if there's truly only 24 people presenting a lawsuit against Deshaun. But it's all good, man. He got 20 of them things settled. Um, a suspension is imminent at this point. I'm sorry. It's 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 going to happen. Uh, the NFL, just to save face, has to suspend him. It's not even a thing of it's we we were weighing the option. You got to, bro. Like this is this is ridiculous. Mm. Um, just to kind of set a precedent. Uh, I don't really. I don't, I mean, you guys have probably heard this day in and day out. The lawsuits have just the details that have been revealed. This this guy is just he needs help. Point blank, period. He needs help. Now, the NFL has come under certain scrutiny over past situations, not similar to this, but in the same vein, when you talk about the Ray Rice who, uh, you know, assaulted his wife in the elevator. Um, yeah. We had uh, Greg Hardy who threw his girlfriend on a bed of guns. And it hasn't been a good uh, past couple of decades for the NFL when it comes to uh, players getting into it, domestic disputes or domestic issues in general. Now you're talking about this, not so much domestic, but it's just it's just it's just looking bad right now. It's looking real ugly. Yeah, to say the least. So, um, the, I'm trying to figure out where 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 are we going to go when he gets suspended because they're already talking about shopping around. Um, uh, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield has been told. He doesn't have to come to the OTAs. Doesn't have to come to training camp. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would, if I was the Cleveland Browns, I know the is is blood in the water or bad blood between them and maybe Baker Mayfield. But maybe you think about keeping them. It's just like I would think about keeping them because <sighs> you already got somebody that's been a part of the team and the organization and knows what's going on. You don't yeah. have to kind of bring somebody up to speed, someone new or that hasn't had a chance to have um, playing time on the field uh, that much. But but Baker doesn't really want to be there, though, right? Uh, yeah, he doesn't. He's He felt like, you know, man, y'all did me dirty. Y'all signed this dude. But, I mean, to the Browns organization's credit, dude, you, you had plenty of opportunities. I know you had some injuries, but – you a first-round draft pick that high? Usually, okay, so the way it works is this. Look, if you're a top-five pick or a top-ten pick in the draft and you're not performing, you got maybe a window of maybe, as a quarterback, you got a window of five years to actually show that, hey, we're getting our money's worth from this first-round draft pick. After mm-hmm. that five years – Thank you for your service. We'll trade you while you still have some value to yourself. 
Yeah. We haven't produced the numbers. We still want to get our money back. So let's best we cut our ties and get something for this loss. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't got bad <laughs> knees. You're not injury prone like that. But we can probably still. But no team has picked him up. No team has said. And basically, the sentiment throughout the league is Baker. We don't want Baker. We don't want to trade for Baker. We'll wait till you guys cut him and then we'll resign him. But we're mm-hmm. not picking up his contract. No. Has he been in the league for five years? I, I believe so. Maybe five or four years. At least four years he's been in the league. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. But, but, I mean, now at this point, dude, you got to. One year ain't gonna make a difference. It's like we've you've you've shown us what you can do. Yeah, we're moving on. It 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 still kind of sucks for him because I know he's looking at this whole Deshaun Watson situation like. I know, man. I know. At the end of the day, if y'all gonna suspend him for a whole season, season like really? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, come on. And he's probably he's probably sitting back laughing in his big living room, just watching the Browns go sinking like the Titanic. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't gonna say nothing, but mm-hmm, that's what you get. You should stuck with me. Yeah, I'm gonna just say too, it's some jobs on the line for this as well, because that GM who signed him in the first place, whoo! All I said, you better go down with that sinking ship, fam. Or you don't really got a choice. You're going down with that sinking ship anyway. So, mm-hmm. hands up, fam. Like, it is what it is. So, that's my whole take on the Deshaun Watson thing. On to some lighter news. Some much lighter news. And then we're going to go back to some dark news. Uh, We got Archie, or Arch Manning. I was about to say Archie Manning. Arch Manning. It seems like it should be Archie, doesn't it? No, it's just weird. Me and Lena, we talked about this offline. We were like, man, why is it? Arch Manning when his grandpa's name is Archie Manning. But anyway. Unless he just goes by that for short. Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. But uh, senior quarterback committed to the University of Texas uh, as a number one recruit. Uh, Arch Manning, who is the nephew of Eli and Peyton Manning, who is a number, the number one player in the class of 2023, who stands at a hefty not really hefty. Six I was going to say, is that hefty? No, it's not really <laughs> hefty. He's 6'3", 215. Um, his stats so far for his high school career, 5,731 passing yards, 72 touchdowns. Uh, he's averaging 202, 212 uh, passing yards per game, uh, 455 completions with 702 attempts. He's uh he's put up some numbers for three years. That's that's pretty decent. Um, mm-hmm. Bloodlines, you know. I mean, he got the height. His pops played college football too. Um, yeah, man. Like this is, it, this is just like bound to happen. You got, you, mm-hmm. you got two of your uncles who won two Super Bowls, a piece, and they were both first round draft picks. The right one was on the wall for this kid. All he needs to do is mm-hmm. he don't really need to even win a national championship. He just needs to perform at Texas. And yeah. And knowing Texas, they're going to surround him with some of the best players. So with that said, you know, since he's such a high prospect, um, you know, he had other looks. Yep. And one comes to mind, Alabama. 
Nick Saban? Are you mad or not? Well, <laughs> is Nick Saban going to sit there and be like, oh, they paid him too. Well, that's money. what I'm saying. Like, you going to be talking about Texas? Because, you know, technically, Texas football hasn't been at that high, high level in quite yeah, some time. And so it's like, dang, he passed up the teams like Alabama and whoever. It was some other teams. Okay, so what's crazy, here's the crazy thing, right? His, both his uncles played in the SEC. May, Peyton played in t- at Tennessee. And, oh, yeah, that's uh, right. Eli yeah. paid, played at uh, Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is, I'm not sure when this is supposed to go into effect. Texas is supposed to be joining the SEC, too. Oh, really? Yes. Have we talked about that? I, I, I believe we have. Texas is supposed to, I think it's 2025. Um, oh, okay. I had to I had to double check, but they're supposed to because right now Texas is in the Big 12 Conference. So by him doing that, he's just following the lineage. So him skipping Alabama, because if he would have went to Alabama, it would have been in the SEC, but Texas is joining the SEC at some point. And at 2025, huh. he's going to still be in college. Yeah, he's still gonna be uh, either a sophomore or junior in twenty twenty five. So, mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what that level of competition looks like. Mm, yeah, listen, listen, Texas got the money. If they really wanted to get, like, I don't know why the downslope of players have been going the way they have at Texas, but Texas got the money to really buy players. If we if we want to be real funky down here, mm-hmm. like. Nick Saban ain't really seen nothing when it comes to getting their play. Well, te- <laughs> but, you know, Texas A&M showed it, but now we're talking about a, a legacy team in Texas, the Longhorns. Yeah, yeah. They got long money to buy players, like to get players coursed over there. And it would have been nice to, you know, have, for, I'm pretty sure it would have been nice for Nick Saban to have one of the Manning bloodlines come to his college and him mm-hmm. saying that I had a hand in that. You know, developing him as a quarterback, I'm sure he really didn't need too much help. But you got the Manning brothers, or your your uncles showing you the way. Yeah, he's probably gonna be one of the top players in college by the time he's a like a sophomore or junior. I'm just assuming. Because if you ever look at if you ever look at how Peyton Manning was, Peyton Manning was like a scientist on that field. Like, I've mm-hmm. never seen nobody um, chop up a defense the way Peyton Manning did. But I did see a question on Twitter uh, re- in regards to uh, Peyton versus Tom Brady. Who would you rather have on your team? You know who I'm picking. No, you got to exclude your bias. Come on now. I like Peyton Manning. When, when I liked the Colts was when Peyton Manning was playing for the Colts. Okay. So Like, to me... When you want to talk about threading defenses and stuff, and they talk about Tom Brady, Peyton Manning can do the same thing. I just think I like Peyton Manning too. But if we talk about who I'm going to pick for my team mm. in a prom, I'm picking Tom Brady. I'm picking Tom Brady. Of course you are. You call him the GOAT. Why wouldn't you? He is you? the GOAT. He is the GOAT. He I your GOAT. He ain't my GOAT. He's the GOAT, babe. You can't sit there. He ain't GOAT. my GOAT. He is the GOAT. I will never claim it. And He's the GOAT. You ain't got to claim it. The rings speak for themselves. Men lie. Women lie. Numbers <laughs> don't. Numbers don't. 
Anywho, yeah, and he got seven rings, but two CB of them shouldn't even got been. Seven of them things. He can't even. What? It ain't even on one. What? Can't fit them on one hand. He doing the he doing the yo-yo dance on y'all, <laughs> or the John Cena dance, depending on what kind of culture you're on. But oh my goodness, I'm just saying. I CB don't care. Is my quarterback, regardless. So you would pick him? Why? Because he got that killer instinct. He has that that killer. If you compare the number of AFC championships him and Peyton Manning have been in to like going head to head, I'm taking I'm taking TB12 all day. He got that. He just has that killer instinct. See, Peyton Manning is a regular season killer. He can get you the numbers and get you the wins in the regular season. So I give mm-hmm. Peyton Manning his props on that. But versus Tom Brady, when it really counts. Who was that? Let's. Who can we compare it into in, in terms of basketball? Who was always the regular season killers, but then when it came to the playoffs, they didn't show up. Who, the Clippers. Who, the Clippers. Okay. <laughs> but no, I can't use them because at least Peyton Manning has gotten a championship. Wait, two, right? Yeah, two championships, two championships one versus one in Denver. Yeah. Right versus the Clippers. They ain't won no championship, so it would have to be some a team or a person that's comparable to at least they end up getting the championship. Uh, who would that be? People used to say that about Paul George, but again, he don't have a championship. Mm. I don't know. I think Paul George Mm-mm. is he's pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't think of anybody comparable at the time from the NBA. All I'm going to say is I'm taking TB12 regardless. But TBC time be cheating. We got to stop that hate, y'all. We got to stop the hate. But congratulations to him, man. I'm I'm happy that the bloodline continues to flourish. He's definitely going into the NFL as long as he doesn't do anything stupid or, or just plays like crap. That boy's going into the NFL, no doubt. Yeah. Because of the politics in the NFL. And that's how it is. But. Moving on, some sadder news. Tony, the goose, Saragusa, passes away at 55. If you don't know who Tony Saragusa was or is, then you must have been living under a rock or you must be born after 1999 because Tony Saragusa was one of the hugest personalities in football, point blank period. Mm-hmm. And he was on that Super Bowl team, Super Bowl 35, with the Ravens. And that big team, that that all-star cast team of Ray Lewis, Jonathan Ogden, Shannon Sharp, and Rod Woodson. That team was... Rod Woodson, whoop, whoop. Of course, she's going to cape for her Fort Wayne people, but it's all good. Um, Yeah, he was on that squad, man. That was was one of the craziest squads. Uh, Tony Saragusa, who was was undrafted, uh, who was an undrafted free agent in 1990 and was signed by the Indianapolis Colts as a defensive tackle. Uh, he then later on went to the Ravens. Um, I forgot to put the year he went to the Ravens, but just know he was on that Super Bowl team as an interior tackle. Um, outside of football, of course, he had you know his stints as a uh, broadcaster with uh, what was that? The NFL, uh, Fox. He was with Fox. It was uh, let go from Fox from there. Then he went on to try his role in acting. Made a Appearance in The Sopranos as uh, Frankie Cors... I'm pretty sure I'm butchering that last name. Cortesi? Cortesi? 
Frankie Coressi in the TV series of The Sopranos that aired on HBO. Um, he also played a Russian mobster in the 25th Hour. I love that movie, by the way. Great movie. Also starred in my boy uh, Patrice O'Neill and uh, what's the guy that played the Hulk? Um, gosh, why am I forgetting his name? I'm drawing a blank on his name. Um, God, I got I got to remember his name. Jeez, I never saw the movie. You're missing out. It's, it's a great movie. It's an underrated movie. Um, but yeah, it was a good movie. I didn't even, I forgot Goose was even in that movie. Um, he passed away in his sleep, uh, at home on June the 22nd, which, you know, nobody really knows the true, the true reason why he passed away. But, you know, in his sleep, I, I'm sure it was peaceful. Big guy, maybe some sleep complications. Who knows? Only can speculate. Condolences to his family. Yes, Tony was a was a big personality, man. He leaves behind three kids and a wife. Um he was on that show Hard Knocks, HBO Hard Knocks, and that's why I found out that Well not even found out. That's when I was like, This dude is funny. He has to have <laughs> his own show. If you never watched Hard yeah. Knocks, it, it was it was a great series that started back in two thousand one. Um I forgot who was on the first, who a team. But basically, every year, HBO goes to a team and is in their training camp. And, you know, they, they they look at how the team operates, who they keep, who they cut, who they sign, uh, what players have issues, the ro- the rookie <laughs> hazings. You get to see all that in Hard Knocks. <laughs> yeah, you get to see all that in Hard Knocks. So go check it out if you haven't. I think this year, I think, who are they doing this year? I want to say the Colts. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to check that out one day. Yeah, you got my HBO Max login. You better go. Use oh, Max. is that what we're doing? <laughs> oh, okay, you got my Netflix login, and so what? <laughs> 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 they negate themselves. Yeah, I say you better use it while you, before you lose it. Mm, I use it from time to time. I'm still trying to finish Winning Time. She can't finish Winning Time, y'all. <laughs> we, that thing been off for about a good two months, and she can't finish Winning Time. And that's I her Lakers. I got too. one episode She's left for two. She's a Lakers fan, and she can't finish winning time. Them episodes be a whole hour. So I ain't got a whole hour time to just Come sit on, and watch y'all. that. She's a dang old Lakers fan. Can't finish winning time. It's a great series, even though it's fabricated or well, some of it's right. Part of it, yeah, yeah. pieces of it, pieces of it is not the truth. Although so. I did hear that one uh, piece that uh, was true that uh, what's his name wanted to wanted to shoot the team or kill what what's his name Hayworth. Spencer Haywood. Spencer Haywood. Spencer Haywood. Yeah, he he. Did. That was true. I heard that was true. I think I was on that episode because they were showing how he was like doing drugs and stuff. So was it in that episode? Because I ain't finished yeah, it yet. Yeah, he uh wanted to get revenge on the Lakers by. What? Yeah, that might be in that might be next season where we see the unfolding of that. But uh, they gonna have another season? They got to man. That that's a great show. Well, you know they coming out with another Lakers thing, but this is probably going to be more the real thing. What is that? I saw previews. I'm pretty sure you haven't heard about it. Um, I don't know. I don't know if this is the because I know Magic Johnson got something coming out, but I thought that was more so focused on him. But I think the Lakers Magic Johnson. Maybe it might be some. Yeah, maybe something similar to like the um, Michael Jordan. uh, Why can't I think of his thing? What uh, Last Dance? Yeah, something like that, maybe. Um, but maybe not that extensive because that thing was long. Yes. But um, but no, I think the Lakers organization 
it'll be something based on the Lakers and not just magic. It's, I thought I saw some previews for something, but I can't remember what it's coming out on. Hopefully it's something we already all have. I don't want to pay for another subscription. <laughs> just saying. You don't have to pay for another subscription. We just You just won't get it. I'll get it. <laughs> not the subscription. I'm going to get the content. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You won't get it through a subscription. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I got my ways. Mm, got your ways. Mm. Uh, but anyway, we'll move on to some NBA news. Yes, and I just decided, I'm like, well, since we kind of are on the same uh, topic of unfortunate passings, we'll just start off with, for the NBA, uh, Caleb Swanigan, he passed away. On June twentieth. That's not that your hometown. Yes, at the age of twenty-five, uh, passed from natural causes. The disclosure of his like the cause hasn't been revealed. It just stated that it was due to natural causes, and yes, it was here in Fort Wayne. Mm. Um, he's originally from Indianapolis. That's where he was born, but he moved back and forth between Indy and Utah throughout his childhood. Uh, unfortunately, he and his family, they lived homeless or in homeless shelters during those times. And so along with dealing with um, an unstable uh, household, he dealt with obesity as a young person. And so um, by the time he was like in middle school, he was already over 200 pounds, like 300 pounds or something Sheesh. close to, I think at least. So his mom wants to move to Houston. His brother was like, no, he just felt like he was just going to get worse. So his older brother um, contacted his former AAU coach, Roosevelt Barnes, which I call him Mr. Barnes because I actually know him. He went to school with my mom at Southside. Um, what'd you say? Look at all these connections. Go ahead. I, I know. So, um, so yeah, he also, Mr. Barnes also um, is a Purdue alum where Caleb had a great career there. And Mr. Barnes is a former NFL player and now a sports agent. So Caleb moved to Fort Wayne and uh, Roosevelt Barnes adopted him and provided him with better nutrition and training. So he got ready. You know, he went to a local high school here. Homestead High School. He became a McDonald's All-American, Indiana Mr. Basketball. Then he went and played at Purdue, had a wonderful career there. I didn't realize that he was also an uh, academic All-American while at what? Purdue. Yeah. And then he, of course, entered the NBA in 2017 and played for the Trailblazers for about two and a half seasons because he started with them and then left or got traded to the Kings and then he came back for about half a season with the Blazers and then he ended up retiring back in 2020. So it's just so unfortunate to hear someone that young pass away. Yeah, that is kind of crazy. I mean, and then even even hearing him be homeless and obese, like I, I guess the food that you don't really have a choice in choosing, you, uh, you don't really got any right. options. So I can see how that those two can – Go hand in hand sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it, you know, yeah, it sucks. It it costs way more expensive to, to eat healthy. healthy than it is to 
eat like trash. So yeah, especially if you got like now I want to say an eating disorder, but like if that's if that's an actual like disorder, you eating and you can get the food cheaply or free because sometimes you know the shelter, the homeless shelters they give the food out for free and it's not the best yeah. they can stuff. So it's a lot of preservatives and a lot. Oh of, yeah, a lot of sodium. And I saw in an interview he had mentioned that sweets was his weakness not like chips and salt and stuff oh man but sweets the devil, man. yeah and i'm like man i understand because i know sweets is my weakness yeah, man. it's yeah, a man. it's a battle <laughs> you literally have to what? battle yourself That's internally like cocaine, man that is just like yeah yeah so no nah, i mean so yeah so condolences for his family during this rough time as well yeah big condolences man he was he made it to the league, man, but sheesh. You got to yep. have some good people around you. Um, yeah. Moving from the, sadder new, from the sad news to the... Uh, the draft. The draft. The draft. Yes. I was going to make a joke, but I'll tell it oh. all. I'll, about the draft. About the draft. It's, 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 it's funny. We, you waiting wait. or are you not going to do the joke? I'm not going to do the joke on air because the joke... It, it needs. A, we need to get a Patreon popping. So guys, we need oh. more support. Because <laughs> I, I, I just want to let some jokes off about oh. the NBA draft. But uh, oh lord. But yeah, let's go ahead. Uh, so the draft was held on Thursday night, right? Yes, Thursday night at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, where the Nets play. Um, and there was history made because Miss Malika Andrews was the first woman to host the draft. Okay, give her a hand clap, y'all. Yes. So that was awesome. It was nice to see some of her other colleagues. Um, oh, shoot. Aguma K, one of the sisters that plays in the WNBA. She was one of the uh, other hoes, as well as one of our favorites, Miss Monica McNutt. Yeah. She was there. So, yeah, they were helping her, along with all the other people, of course, Kendrick Perkins, all the other folks that were involved. But, yeah, Miss Malika was the actual host. So big big ups to her. Um, and so during the draft, one thing that was highlighted were the backstories of the impact of the uh, draft players, their their uh, mothers or women in their family, because not just mothers, some may have had a sister or something that was a heavy influence. And so I thought that was really interesting to kind of hear the backstories because, you know, it's always expected that the father or whoever the male is that is in your life is going to be like your biggest influence as far as when it comes to sports. But as you can see, we are a couple. I am feel um, comfortable with talking about sports I play sports so as a woman I could definitely relate to those stories and so one of the examples was um Mr. Paulo Banquero I, I think I'm saying his name right um his mom is yeah. Rhonda and she's a former basketball player at the University of Washington and she actually held the all-time scoring uh, record when she left the school, and she's also a high school basketball coach. So hope. just a, we have a kid, what? They're gonna take oh. home, be tall, or at least five eleven or five. I hope so too. And six foot, they're gonna <laughs> be a hooper. But go ahead. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine her as a basketball coach. She's dragging him to the gym. 
mm-hmm. like you gonna be around you you gonna be in the gym so um then another person was Jaden Ivy his mom is Niel Ivy and she's currently the head coach at Notre Dame she's also a former Notre Dame basketball player and so she actually took over uh from Muffet McGraw who was like the like the face of the program like she's been around for a long time and McGraw had coach Skylar Diggins Smith Jackie Young some other notable WNBA players so Notre Dame definitely has a good pipeline of getting girls to the WNBA um not to mention though uh, Jaden's mom also coached as an assistant with the Grizzlies for one season and was also a WNBA player for the Detroit Shock. Yeah, so um, the Detroit Shock, um, they're not a team anymore. They don't exist anymore. Um, but, yeah, she played for them. And then I didn't realize that his dad and his granddad played in Detroit. I don't know if one of them played in the NBA. It's something about they got a, a – a big connection in Detroit, I guess. Man, um, listen, listen, look, y'all, you got all your mom playing, your pop playing. You is it's in the jeans, it's in the blood. <laughs> I mean, that's half of it. Half of it is genetics, because if your parents have never played and you don't have any type of athletic bone in your body, it's gonna be hard. I'm not saying you cannot be an athlete but you're going to have to work a lot more harder versus someone that already has it naturally. Cause when you're a natural athlete, things just come natural to you. And so all you need is training and coaching to develop your, your natural skills. So yeah, it's in the genes. What'd you say? I said, I'm with you. I I think in the genes and my speed. Here we go. All right, cool, Modi. Um, And then the last player I just wanted to highlight was uh, Mark Williams. He played at Duke. I forgot to name the the colleges that these guys play for. So Jaden came from Purdue. uh, Paolo came from Duke. And then Mark Williams also came from Duke. And his sister is in the WNBA. And he talked about how um, she always had him in the gym with her. That's crazy. So, Your whole fam- bro, you could not escape this life. It's like being born no. into a gang. Like, you couldn't escape that's, the basketball game. I mean, honestly, that's how it was for me and my sister. Like, I can remember when I was, like, probably 11, and I'm playing in a Y-ball league, right? Like, the only girl, maybe one other girl on the team, because one of my good friends played on the team, whatever. And I can remember it's like little footage of during a timeout or halftime or something. My dad got my little sister on the side and he got her with the ball, trying to get her to dribble or hold the ball. He picking her up, putting her by the rim to see if she can put mind you, she's like two. Oh, grooming for real. So by the time she was three, she could dribble. And then she played in her little white ball league at like starting at four and she would be out there dribbling. And then because she would be in the gym with me so much and she probably gonna hate me for saying this, but it is what it is. is. Um, I thought it was the cutest thing because when she would come to the gym with me because I would go and work out at the Y. Uh, she would be shooting at the rim and she's always been strong for her age. 
So when she would go to her Y ball games, sometimes she would literally shoot at the wrong rim because they would have the shorter rim and she would be shooting at the regular rim. And I'm like, oh no, she's confused. (laughs) She had that shot though. Yeah. So sorry, sis, but that's what it happens as the younger sibling, they get, you know, dragged to the, to the gym. I used to. I remember getting dragged to the, not the gym, but the the weight room. My cousin, when he was a football player. So. Oh, okay. So it's gonna be something. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's yeah. That's just how it goes. Um. So the last player that I just mentioned, uh, he actually was the number fifteen pick in the draft. So now we're just gonna move on to the top ten, uh, players, that were drafted. So I already mentioned Paolo. Uh, he played he for Duke. He was a forward. Hand. He has to have a short hand. <laughs> I don't know. He he's going to the Orlando Magic. They need the Orlando Magic got a nice little squad now. They trying to build over there, so we gonna see. So he he came through with his purple rain, you know, suit on or whatnot. But supposedly, right, had the jewels on there. But supposedly, it was paying homage to his mom and his dad because both of his parents actually played at the University of Washington. Washington's colors are purple. So there you go. Then the number two pick was Shet Holmgren, and he played at Gonzaga, a center. Oh my gosh, you talk about tall and lanky. Woo. Is that the reason, man? Number two, bro. You He's better. like seven foot, and his arms and legs are just so long, and he's so skinny. Like he's so slim. I think he's. I don't even think he's two hundred pounds. No. No, I'm serious. And he's seven foot. Like he might be one ninety. I mean, that'd be a good combination <laughs> with him and uh, Gilgis. Uh, oh yeah, okay. See, yeah. OKC, him and Gilgis. Yeah, they got a young team. Yeah. So they, they build we'll up. see. They they they, they trying. They just can't have no more. Uh, what they lose by seventy points? Yeah, <laughs> that was horrendous. I I don't know what that coach man. I'm bro, like if he's still if he's still at OKC, fam. This is your last redemption season, bro. I'm gonna just tell you that. You shouldn't be losing like that, like it's a video game. But I know that was so horrible. And then number three was Jabari Smith Jr. He played for Auburn Power Four, so he's going to the Rockets. So I don't know if you heard the talks that were swirling around the top three, but supposedly Jabari was projected to be number one. Um, and everybody was surprised that uh Bancaro got the number one pick and I think it was because you know a lot of times they go and work out with certain teams and have interviews and stuff I don't think Paulo did for the Orlando Magic so I think that was another uh shocker maybe it wasn't revealed I don't know but I think that was something that may have been mentioned so it's interesting to kind of hear like the little insights that's going on behind the scenes to determine these decisions that it's all politics yeah yeah but even if you're not number one, okay, number three, that's still really good. No, but that's the difference of like twenty-five to thirty million. If you you talking about a pick, I don't know what the is rookie... it really that big of a difference? Twenty-five yes. to thirty million? Yes. He gonna make twenty-five to thirty million more as a first-round draft pick? What? I don't, I, I gotta look back at the rookie max. Contract. Not first round. This is all I mean, first, first round. The first, first pick. The first, the first overall pick. pick. A, the first overall pick. You talking about what you can sign? I don't know what the rookie maxes are. 
Actually, let me bring that down. Maybe it's fifteen million, not that much. Fifteen million difference. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but that's uh, that's some money though. What? Well, yeah. I mean, of course, I expect it to be you're going to make more as the number one pick, but that's between one and three. My goodness, that's a big jump. Yeah. Um. Then we got Keegan Murray, number four pick. He played for Iowa, uh, p- uh power four. He's going to the Kings. Oh, the Kings do need help. Man, he better be. He better. Oh, out from, y'all, I almost y'all feel bad Iowa? for him because it's like Kings. Bro, it's like, ooh. why Iowa? Y'all should have got somebody from. I don't know. It don't matter what school you come from. Yes, do, do, do you know what kind of player he is? I don't care. I don't know how he's in this draft. Okay, man. so you can't judge him from the uh the, the school that he be, went to. The Kings need to be looking for like that that guy. I'm sorry, y'all need help. Y'all franchise is about to be moved or completed well, in a minute. What they said, they as in reporters and analysts, is that with the movement between like you know the top three picks if it was any other draft because since jabari smith was kind of slated or projected to be the number one pick if it was any other draft i guess they're saying the depth of the top picks that if it was any other draft oh he would have for sure been a top the number one but because it's so much depth i guess it's easy for them to get shuffled around so i mean I don't know if they were saying that for just for the top three or the top five or whatever, but maybe, you know. So if you the top number four, you can't be that bad. Yeah, but. Uh, Quit judging it uh, off of the school. I like to go off. Because of they play good programs. So it's not like he I'm hasn't not, played against anybody. You're not playing against good people. I'm just like, are y'all sure you want to go with this guy from Iowa, man? Like, I haven't heard true. Whoever your scout is, he must know something that the rest of the world don't. But we'll see how it pans out. I'm just yeah. saying, I'm just saying, if I was the Kings, I wouldn't even pick a draft pick. I trade mine to get a, a, a already established player, honestly, because I can't tell in this draft us who's going to be like a shoe in fit for the Kings, especially the Kings need to be making critical decisions, like life altering decisions in this draft. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, you guys need to go. Like, I, I can honestly see LeBron James, that being the team that LeBron James moves to Vegas, the Kings. Mm-hmm. That actually fit. The Las Vegas Kings? Yeah. That make more <laughs> sense. They don't got to market out in Sacramento. Nobody want to go play in Sacramento. I know. Yeah. Nobody want to play in North California. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so then we have the number five pick, Jaden Ivey, who I mentioned earlier. He came from Purdue, shooting guard, and he's going to Detroit Pistons. They have kind of compared him to John Morant, which I've seen some of his highlights, and he kind of does give me John Morant vibes. He's he's very explosive. Yeah, very athletic, can get to the rim, finish strong, powerful over big dudes, whoever, kind of like a John Morant. So now, now you're going to see a lot of these teams be copycats and be like, well, we're looking for job, job talent. When, when job came out in the draft, it was like Memphis was looked, looked at crazy for drafting John Morant at first. It was like, <laughs> what? they looked at crazy. What are y'all doing? John Morant out of where? What? Yeah. No, nah, you see how that panned out for them. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. I, I could tell um, that, but go on. So then the number six pick is Benedict 
Matherin, I might be saying that wrong. Former uh, Arizona shooting guard he going said, to the Pacers. Yeah, he's, he's better than LeBron James. I remember I just saw that quote on Twitter. Benedict said that? Yes, he said that. He said that. Oh, okay. He said, I'm better than LeBron James until LeBron James proves it. And I was like, bro, oh. who are you? Who are you? Who uh, are you, fam? Honestly, I just who remember Arizona being one of the higher seeds in the March Madness. And then lost to whoever it was, and I was like, "Oh my god!" They got upset. Didn't they get upset this yeah, past March Madness? Yeah, they, did. they busted my bracket. Yeah. All, yeah. All so I'm gonna say is Benedict. You better not Benedict yourself. <laughs> or uh, yeah. Oh, shoot, Lord, he gonna need the benediction. I'm like you be up you. in church. Let's go to prayer now, cause. <laughs> but anyway, number seven, we got Shaden Sharp. He comes from Kentucky, shooting guard. He's going to Portland. Oh, my God. They need a shoot. Oh, oh, my gosh. Portland. We're going to get some more shooting guards instead of some freaking bigs. Ah. Really? That's what y'all doing? Well, you can't have Dane by himself. Man, he can't a, do it by a, himself. Get a center. Get a true center. Y'all over there getting shooting guards, man. They or a really care, good man. wing person, like a three, like a small. Oh, somebody that can stretch the floor a little bit. Um... Number eight, Dyson Daniels. He's actually from the G League, play guard. He's going to the Pelicans. The Pelicans, I don't know. They they put a nice little showing this past playoff. So yeah. they let Zion what? come back. If Zion come back, then we'll see what happens. But Zion, not even worried about Zion because what they did without Zion, technically, I feel like they don't need Zion. That's true. Not that when he comes back, he would hurt them. He would help them. But the way the path the path that he's going down, if he don't, these these next two years, I believe, are very crucial for Zion. Because the older you get, it's harder going, it's, the harder it's going to be to lose weight and keep maintaining. Like, he has to get it together. I think I, I think the weight thing would be Zion. Zion will literally eat himself out the league if he doesn't ha- get a good nutritionist or somebody to train him. Because, dog, you talk about the way he plays is explosive. You can't have all that weight on your knees, homeboy. Yeah, you're gonna your knees mm-hmm. are gonna be done. Or your feet or your ankles. Well, and that's all his his uh issues. He got foot he had a foot injury, right? Yeah. Knee like he your legs is all in your legs. I, I'm gonna give Zion one good more solid year before I just say he's he's finito. He's a rap, he's yeah. a bus. And then and then yeah. you can get your it's good for teams because then y'all can get them dirt cheap surplus. Yeah, I give them two seasons to get two it together. Seasons, I, give, more, I give, I give two. Gracious than I am, I got you, bro. You got one more season, bro. Because at this point, Jordan went to the, uh, hey, Jordan went the distance. Yeah, it's like know. night and day when you compare them two draft yeah. picks in the same awards, class. Rookie of the year. This man, he's got accolades now. What, where you, what you doing? But yep. All right, so moving on to the number ninth pick was Jeremy O. Is it So Can? So I forget. Uh, yeah. Former Baylor power forward. All right, the brothers in going the to the Spurs. Yeah. yeah. Pop gonna know what he's doing with him. He's gonna turn him to a good player. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the number 10th pick was Johnny Davis from Wisconsin. He played small forward and he's going to the Wizards. Okay. Gonna join Bradley Beal. Okay, Lloyd. Lloyd was yes. in, he wasn't even in that uh 
she was in there versus on Thursday night. How many people do you need? They already had a bunch of people. Hey, everybody, you need to get all the R and B stars there. No topic. I ain't trying to get into that whole little rabbit hole. Um, you don't have to have all them people. Yeah. You gonna go Bradley Bill? I, I mean, we'll see what they do. I, honestly, I wasn't even impressed by last year's picks. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, let's get into some more NBA news. What we got? What we got? What we got? So we got some trade. Potential trades or rumors floating around. And uh, one of our favorite people, Kyrie Irving. <laughs> I'm so tired of Kyrie. Uh, he's in negotiations with the Nets. Supposedly, it's getting uh, a little contentious or kind of bitter. Very sloppy. And so he ended up giving the Nets a list of teams that include the Lakers, the Clippers, 76ers, Mavs, Heat, and the Knicks. <laughs> and he's interested or, yeah, interested in these particular teams as a sign and trade if they can't come up with an actual deal. And I'm just like the teams that he listed, bro. The, the 76ers, Lakers, the 76ers, the 76ers already, James Harden that. literally just like between them two teams, it shouldn't even be nothing. Like really, yeah, it was yeah, enough saga bro. and drama. So what y'all gonna do? Trade James Harden back to the Nets? Or like what? How? What? What are you doing? It'd be it. It, it would have been smart to get Kyrie rather than James Harden, honestly, because Ky- at least Kyrie would give you points and. He would he he would make a way for him to score, and take some of the pressure off Embiid as opposed to James Harden, who's on the tail end of his uh his prime. Really, I, I want to say James Harden. If he don't do anything next year, he's out, bro. Like he's done. What you mean he out? Not out in the sense of he out the league, but he like he's just done. Like nobody's gonna nobody's gonna be feared or beard anymore. It's like. Yeah, Bruh. yeah, yeah. I think he's he's on that second stage of his career where he's not. We can't expect him to be scoring like averaging thirty points a game. He's just not there anymore. He can still do things, but he's the example. Remember when we talked about who is the regular season person, but when it comes to the playoffs, oh my goodness, it's just, yeah. I don't know how I couldn't think about him, even though he never got a championship, but. Sh- James never shows up in the playoffs. Again. Hello. I, I I had hope. I thought maybe going to the Sixers, but the Sixers need they need Jimmy back. They need Jimmy That's back. not gonna happen. But yeah, and then you said okay, the Clippers. I mean, not the Clippers, the Lakers. What's the honestly out of all the teams? I wouldn't even put the that would be the best bet to me, that or maybe sense. the Heat, because they need sense. another second like person need, that's yeah, gonna go along player. with uh, Jimmy Butler. But the thing is, it doesn't make sense financially for him to go to the Lakers because they don't have enough cap space. And so he would only literally get paid like $6 million. He's not going for that. $6 million? You think he's going to take a pay cut that deep? This is, this is so <laughs> bad. This is like, bro, like you're, you're giving Stephen A. If Stephen A was a fire... <laughs> You just took some diesel. You took a whole can of diesel and dumped it on the fire. 
and now you got a bigger fire because now you don't lit this man even more up. And he's been and and let me tell you something. Stephen A. has not taken his foot off of that gas. He will not at all <laughs> because of this whole list. Now you put KD in the position. KD already over here arguing back and forth, bickering with a Hall of Famer about a bus driver <laughs> and whatnot. It's like, bro, come on, y'all team, y'all whole team is in disarray, and here you go giving a list. It's like you brought us over here. To I play know, with you. and now you trying to leave. It's like yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I don't, I don't get it, Kyrie. It's like Kyrie. So his options, or one of his options, is that um, if he opts in to his contract, he'd get thirty-seven million, a guaranteed thirty-seven million, and then that would allow him to renegotiate next summer, next July. But if he chooses to opt out, then he'll become a free agent. But he has to make that decision to opt out by June 29th in order to become a free agent. That's like what? Four more like years? next week. Yeah, next Wednesday. What do you think he's going to do? What do I think he's going to do? Yeah, what do you think he's going to do? I think that he's going to end up staying. This is what I think that he's going to end up staying. They're going to end up coming up with some type of deal, maybe adding some clauses. I don't know how that goes or whatever. Um, but then the other side of me, I feel like Kyrie is the type of person where he'll be like, I don't need basketball. He'll just take a year off. <laughs> if I really don't want to come back to this situation. It's like, what? heck, I don't need y'all. I got money. I'll come back and play like when that. I want to play. What do you do with people like that? They're, they're, they work with him because of his talent. Yeah, but, like, they're, you can't do – you can't – like, these type of people are so wild card. Like, it's yes, that's why they struggling with coming up with something because it's like, okay, Kyrie, even outside of the whole vaccination thing, all the other stuff with Kyrie, I like him as a player, but – all the other stuff that happened where he was gone and he wasn't letting his team know and you just wasn't not there, showing up. Wasn't there an episode where he just disappeared? He didn't even show up again? Yes. He was like, I got a birthday or, or that he didn't even answer the call. Whatever. Yes. So it's stuff like that where you're not showing yourself available or reliable. I've never so, heard crap like that except for Dennis Rodman. Dennis, well, Dennis Rodman never no call, no show. Up. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know that he didn't he just, he just, just not just say anything. To Vegas, but yeah, and that's like, the thing. I feel like they would be more uh, inclined or give him that leeway if the communication was better. But if you out here just ghosting <laughs> your coaches and your team, you're kind of putting them in a bad situation to not feel confident in you that they can rely on you. So he can feel however he wants to feel was like Kyrie you not you not helping you definitely not because I'm I forget the vaccine thing because that was a personal choice I get that but that other stuff is like come on now yeah the list was too much the list is just that's prima donna ish and you just you got you have all the talent in the world man but if teams can't rely on you when things get a little shaky Man, nobody want to take on that burden, regardless if they need the help or not. It's like, man, I, I take my risk somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Come in here and then lay in the blaze. Like, you scorched the earth everywhere you went. 
You burnt bridges in Cleveland. You burnt bridges in, in Boston. You're about to burn <laughs> another bridge with the Nets. Oh, and then they asked him, Ky- or not Kyrie, KD. And he's like, well, he a grown man. I ain't getting involved and all this. He, he's to so me, he's just saving face. Man. Like, I feel like that's not really how he feels. I don't think he feels like that. Like, okay, I kind of feel like he does feel like that, but don't want to say how he really But feels. you know, K, you know, KD is not going to, I mean, he's like, the man got talent. I don't care if you, uh, you doing whatever you got, as long as you show up and play. Yeah. The rest of, the, the rest of that stuff is like not even existent to me. I don't even care at this point. As long mm. as you show up and play and play good, because KD will talk about you if you playing like a bum, mm. or if you ho- if you hogging the ball, i.e. Russell. I'm just saying. But. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. So that'll be interesting. It's like, man, what if this actually leads to no Kyrie and no KD? Nets are back at square one. That'd be fine. That'd be fine. Who, who? What you mean? They'd be fine. They have nobody. They'd be fine. They'll How be, are they going be, to be they'll, fine? They'll be fine. Can you elaborate? I, if I elaborated, then I'll be giving away sauce, which I'm not trying to give. I want to get paid for my my thoughts. Oh my, <laughs> oh my goodness! I want to get paid for my thoughts. That's what we're here for—to give our takes. Oh, but but if I'm starting to give out GM directions on how why the Nets <laughs> be fine, then I want to be compensated well. Because the Nets will be fine, and they know why they'll be fine. But I'm not going to tell why they'll be fine. Just saying. They'll be fine. KD leaves. Kyrie leaves. They'll be fine. Okay. All right. Let's keep this going because I just got a little message on my thing talking about my internet. I don't know what's going on. Oh, Lord. Okay, yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's saying it's unstable. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, let's move on. So... I didn't add this to the notes because I forgot, but real quick. So there's talks about Jalen Brunson going to the Knicks. They're interested. They're interested in him. And then I didn't know that his dad was coaching. Yeah, his dad's a coach, assistant coach. Yeah. And then Kimball Walker got traded to the Pistons. Yeah. I feel no bad surprise. I was like, man, y'all just passing Kimball around, man. Let, man. They didn't even play him almost last year. Yeah, he didn't get that much playing time. I'm treating Kimba like he freaking Carlos Boozer out here. Come on, oh, man. not Carlos. <laughs> All right. So uh, now we're going to move on to the WNBA. Um, so there was a game of the week that I'm calling it the game of the week because it was the Chicago Sky and the Las Vegas Aces, whom are number one and number two in the league currently. Uh, the Aces are actually the number one seed, and Chicago is number two. So they played. I know they played on, and I'm gonna get to that. They played on Tuesday, but she doesn't play for any of those teams. But um, they played on Tuesday, and um, the Aces. Whew! I watched almost that whole game. They came out on fire. Okay, when I say fire. When that game come on? When did that? It was on Tuesday. Okay. The Aces had led by as many as 23 points in the first quarter and then upped it to 28 points at some point during the second quarter. But the Chicago Sky showed some resiliency and and never gave up because 
they surged back towards the end of the second quarter and got within um, 11 points going into the second half because they went on a 14-0 run. In that run, the Aces had missed like seven field goals in a row. So that kind of propelled um, the the skies, the Chicago skies uh, run going into the first or the second half. Then going into the second half, they just kept at it. Sky just chipped away, kept chipping away at the lead. And the next thing you know, they got the lead and didn't didn't turn back. So the game ended up being 104 to 95. Chicago won was the biggest comeback in WNBA history. I said, what the how you let a team come back almost 30 down 30 points? Almost 30 points, 28 points. Man, these kids don't care. They do care. I mean, Asia Wilson plays for the Aces. She definitely cares. Um, and I think that was the most points the Aces have allowed an uh, an opponent to score either this season or in their franchise history. So yeah, it was it was a it was a nice game to watch though. It was definitely one of those like dang like the Aces they just letting this team just walk themselves right on back, and that's what happened. But hey, I'm sure they'll play again, and it should be a good game the next time they play. Then coming up this week, a couple of, couple of notable games are the Aces again. They actually play today, tonight at 10 p.m. versus the number five Washington Mystics. Then on uh, next Wednesday, uh, Chicago, they'll be playing Connecticut Sun, and they're number three in the rankings. So those are a couple of uh, good games to look out for. So I'll try to watch those. Then moving on to the all-star game for the WNBA. That is coming up on July 10th. It's going to be held in Chicago, Candace's uh, hometown. And so the commissioner decided to add Brittany Griner as an honorary starter, which I thought that was um, Aww, a, a very nice. That yeah, cool. that was cool. Um, and technically, like if she was playing, she would have been, been on All Star team. Yeah, so yeah. it's like yeah. you might as well put her on there. So hopefully, you know, she will come back home soon. The coaches for the All Star game will be Becky Hammond, that's from the Aces, and James Wade. He coaches the Chicago Sky. And then um, the coaches are going to vote on the twelve remaining reserves which will consist of three guards and five front court players. And then the remaining four uh, will be at either position and regardless of the conference they play in. So then they have captains, kind of like you know how the, the NBA does it, where they got captains and they select the teams and all that. So the WNBA is doing the same thing. So the co-captains are Aja Wilson, Brianna Stewart, that plays for the Storm, and alongside of them are co-captains Sue Bird and Sylvia Files, who I didn't realize, or maybe I just forgot, but she's also going to retire at the end of the season. Mm. And she was in the league for like 15 years. So kudos to Miss Sylvia, Sylvia Files. 
the uh, ESPN is going to broadcast the WNBA All-Star Team Selection Special on Saturday, July 2nd. And that's where we're going to see the co-captains select their respective rosters. But as far as like the starters, those were announced. And so the starters in the All-Star game are going to be Kelsey Plum from Las Vegas, Jackie Young, also from Las Vegas Aces, uh, Sabrina, always, I can never, I don't know how to say her name, from New York Liberty, but she's the one that played from at Oregon and was cold. Like, I think this past game, one of her last games, she had like seven threes. Like, she got range like Steph Curry. Like, I be seeing her pull up. I be like, what Wait, the heck? The, is that the white girl? Yes. Okay, okay. That girl can shoot the lights out. Um, and then, uh, of course, Sue Bird, then Asia Wilson, of course, Brianna Stewart, of course, since they're cap- she's a captain also. Scott Sylvia Files. Well, she's not a starter. I'm, I'm I know talking about the starter. I'm just oh, you, you just got to be random. Yeah. Anywho, Anike Agumake from the uh, – I was going to say the Pacers, Lord, the Sparks, John Claude Jones – Last year's MVP from Connecticut, son, and of course Candace Parker. But yes, one of your faves, Skylar Diggins Smith. They're missing um, on this list. No, they're not because they're that other young lady. No, she all right, but stop. They're it. missing some people on this list. Anywho, we about to move on. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's it for the uh, WBA. The other big sporting thing event that's gonna be popping off is the Wimbledon. The Wimbledon. Yes. So for you tennis fans out there, you know, we like to talk about tennis a little bit. So the Wimbledon uh, begins on the 27th, like all the first round play and stuff. They have all their preliminary like qualifiers and everything before that. Um, And they're not, the Wimbledon is not going to allow Russian or Ball, uh, Belarusian, Belarusian nationalists. It must be yeah, like some nationalities to play. Because it's because of the Ukraine, the, the Ukraine attack. Yeah. yeah. So that's why they're not playing. To this ends like sheesh. This is getting on my nerves. Um, I know, I know. And then there's a, a new rule that's going to be implemented at the Wimbledon that will allow players to practice on the main courts. About time. You know, you're sliding all over the courts. I know. You know breaking up it, the yeah, it makes sense. So they're going to allow them to do that so they can kind of break in the courts, the grass course, because that was one of the reasons why Serena didn't finish because she got hurt. I think, was it Andy Murray? Did he get hurt too? It was like a bunch of people that got hurt in Wimbledon last year because of the slippery courts and it's like come on y'all like how many people has to get hurt before y'all decide to do something different because y'all trying to we're trying to maintain the courts and not let them get worn down well they need to get worn down so mothers ain't out here sliding and falling and hurting themselves Yeah, (laughs) but you know who running the Wimbledon so so pompous like just I know um yeah, so Osaka is going to miss the Wimbledon because she has an Achilles injury. She's actually injured, y'all. Don't Good say it Lord. like that. No, I'm 
man, whatever. I, I know what whatever, you whatever. Stop whatever. it. Um, and then one of our faves, young up and coming Coco. Coco Golf. Yes, she's gonna be in the tournament. She's currently ranked 11th. She had a great showing at the last major tennis tournament, the French Open. She lost in the finals. So, hey, she's already made a finals appearance at a major tournament. I see big things for her in the Wimbledon. I hope she doesn't disappoint. Let's go, Coco. I'm rooting. And then, um, so, yeah, she's going to be playing on the 28th. That's this Tuesday coming up. Sloane Stevens, she's also a uh, a pretty big name, but she's just kind of up and down. She she just recently won a major tournament. I I I can't remember within the past year. I can't remember. Um, Serena Williams, of course, she's gonna be playing. They're both unranked. Her and Sloane. Is this Serena Williams' first time, like in a long time, being unranked, or is she? Is she... I think so. I don't. I. Like in the past ten years, has she has she not had I don't, held the rank? I know that's what I'm saying. I are trying to remember. It may have been another time that she was unranked, or maybe maybe just had a very low rank. I know a lot of times she'll have rankings that it's like really they got Serena all the way down to like thirty, but it's like it's Serena. She doesn't play in as many tournaments as some of these other players, which helps your ranking, but. For the longest time, especially in her prime, heck, she don't need it. It's like practice. We talking about practice. I come and show up when I need to. Hey man, I'll, and plus, what well, she's she's toting forty right now, so. Yeah, she actually is forty. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see her return. Hopefully, she can stay healthy, and yeah, make a nice little run. I think I got my money on Serena because she got this is her this is her last hurrah. She might, she might just show out on y'all. She might like, yeah, y'all think y'all got me. I ain't out <laughs> here yet. Y'all think y'all got me. Uh, I got, I got Serena, so I'm, I'm gonna be rooting. I might, I, I might actually just, you know, you know, pull up on a few games. Not my, not like physically, but like wait till they actually. I was gonna say, really, you gonna pull up at the Wimbledon? <laughs> hey man, you never know. I might just have some tickets. Might just pull up to that mug. Like what? I don't even know how to get to the Wimbledon. Exactly. <laughs> wait, wait, so like, what, I bet it's like the tickets are like what, like, uh, like a thousand. They not even gonna let you in. What is it? Invite only. It's in England. Oh yeah, no, nah, nah. <laughs> they probably wouldn't let me. Yeah, I can say I got cousins over there. You know, my last name is foreign. Uh huh. I can use I can use my foreign name. I am the prince. Oh stop. But I'm yeah, I don't up. know how much the tickets are, but I'm sure they're pretty expensive. Oh yeah, yeah. Plus, you know, it's not a lot of people. It's not a, a big capacity in whatever that is. But I would love to go to a tennis match at least one time or a golf match. Uh, before we get out of here, shout out to the Braves who were who had an 11 game win streak got broken a couple of days ago. But the Braves are doing oh. big things. I'm not a Braves fan, but I live local. Literally five minutes down the street from the Brave Stadium, and I have to deal with that traffic every time. Wah, wah, wah. She's slimming because she in a small city versus this big city, <laughs> all this, this traffic. But uh, we got anything for the good of the group before we get up out of here. Let's, let's, let's see. I it. got nothing. Like Whitney Houston. Nothing. Let's get <laughs> again with her skin popping. Give her a hand clap, y'all. 
Cut the, cut the cap. But thank you. The cap. Look at my baby. Mm-hmm. Your baby. Mm-hmm. My cool Modi over there. Uh, Hiding. I don't know what song off that, but uh, got a hat on, shades on. Can't even see you. Yeah, it's all good. Y'all don't need to see me. Y'all just need to see me. Y'all need to hear me. <laughs> y'all don't need to see me, but y'all see me. All you uh-uh. need to do is hear me. That's it. I'm getting out of here, y'all. I'm hungry. I am and you dragging it out, and I don't know yeah. why. Y'all know because I'm saying. getting hungry. I, I say it all the time. The couple. That plays together. Stays together. Forever and ever. We out, y'all. We out, y'all. We out, y'all. Uh, 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 uh. Because I look like Kumo D. I might rap. Uh, I'm oh. out. <laughs> I'm out. All right, bye. We didn't even have it. Bye.